on the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Now, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast. I am delighted to say that uh, for this episode, I am joined by current 122nd in the world ranked amateur. She's fresh off of her sophomore year at Auburn University, semi-finalist at national championships. I'm, of course, joined by Anna Foster. Anna, how are you? Good, Johnny. Thanks for having me on. No worries. You've recovered from uh, the jet lag anyway, have you? <laughs> yeah, um, just taking a good break now from the golf and everything, really, just to get over the whole year. It's Yeah, it's been a busy year for you as well. We'll, we'll, we'll dive straight into uh, into that. But actually, before we get into any of it, you said that uh, you're going to just take a bit of a break from the game of golf for uh, a few days, a couple of weeks anyway. What do you like to do when you get home, you put the, the clubs in a corner uh, and you're back home in, in Dublin in Black Rock? What do you do? Where do you go? What what do you do to, to kind of chill, to get away from the game? Um, well, like, it's great to see my family and everything when I come home. My two dogs, like, really enjoy seeing them again. And just like seeing friends that I haven't seen for months you know I love going down to Black Rock like grabbing coffee and stuff like that just the simple things getting to see the sea smell the sea like all that sort of thing you know. So um, it's, it's very much a time to kind of decompress and, and catch up with everyone. Yeah definitely just kind of getting like complete mind reset with the golf and everything it's so nice just completely step back. Yeah and it's been as I mentioned, a very, very busy year for you. Uh, congratulations as well on being uh, or earning the All-American title. You're just uh, what one of two Auburn players this year to have earned that award. Yeah, thanks. So it's what you had a scoring average this year of what? 72.36, 13 rounds under par and six top 20 finishes. That's, uh, that's an impressive resume for, for the year. Yeah, it was pretty solid. I'll say, like, I definitely learned a lot my freshman year. Um, I think I really matured over the summer and, like, was really ready to go my sophomore year and just, like, really enjoyed, like, every tournament and kind of got in a good rhythm. Like, I I think I had a couple tournaments where I was under par, I think 10 or 11 rounds under par. So just was really enjoying myself. And I think that definitely helped, you know, with the how I was playing and everything. What do you get for earning the All-American title? Is it is it just, just a title or is it is there anything that comes with that? Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm just the bragging rights. Um, that's it. Maybe I'll get like uh, my name on a wall somewhere in Auburn. I'm not sure, but um, an Instagram post, you know, just <laughs> that sort of thing. So is there much kind of bragging then going on between the team that you're like, oh yeah, look, All-American here. Just uh, remember that, girls. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, I mean, we're really competitive, but like we're just pushing each other on. Like it's so great to have 
such a good team like you're always pushing each other every day you know like I'm really grateful um to be a part of like such a good team so can we go back before the uh, all-american awards or before all the uh 13 mm-hmm. rounds under par let's go back to the very very beginning how did you get into the game of golf so I got into golf with my dad like I have a twin brother and my dad was a member in St. Margaret's and he would just bring me and my brother out just to drive the buggy around like every Sunday or whatever and we loved doing that since we were maybe like four or five and then we went down to Ross Lair a lot uh, for summers and like if you're not golfing in Ross Lair like there's not really much else to do so <laughs> kind of would play so much golf like 27 holes every day like just always playing like every day and then kind of wanted to start playing then in Dublin and joined Elm Park which was so handy like five minute drive from my house uh was able to play like every day and started getting lessons off Peter Morgan there like there's really good a lot of really good juniors there and so that's how it all started really what age are you at this point? Uh, I joined Elm Park when I was 12. Um, so I was probably, I started playing like properly when I was, I think, 10. And then I played, um, like, I like t- started really taking it seriously, like when I was 12, I'd say. I might have joined Elm Park when I was 11, actually. But yeah, around then. So when you say you started taking golf seriously at 12, what what is... What, what does that mean? Because I can remember when I was 12, I wasn't taking anything seriously. So like I grew up playing a lot of sports, like me and my brother, we really played everything like tennis, like I played hockey. I was really into camogie and uh, I was kind of, I got injured a little bit with camogie and I think I broke one of my fingers like when I was 12 and I was like, I just like can't like not play golf. You know, I really want to play golf. So I decided to like stop all other sports, just play golf. So that's when I really started kind of taking it seriously then. And so going from 12, taking it seriously, what what did you start doing at, at that age that you started to get to a level where you're like, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good at this. I, I can start competing and start beating girls my age and, and older. Um, I think everyone has to start somewhere. I'm like pretty sure I, played like the Irish Close and Leinster girls when I was 12 was my first year when I was playing it like didn't play great at all but just really like loved playing with the like really good girls and seeing how good they were and I was always younger but I like knew I really wanted to win and that sort of thing and then I like just even making Leinster Interpros and stuff like that, you know, I just really enjoyed being a part of a team, like winning, that sort of thing. So that's really the main thing. And was there a group of you that were kind of taking golf a bit more seriously at that age? Or like, I think when you ask a lot of a lot of golfers, especially in Ireland, there's a lot of kind of male role models that people look up to when, as a girl growing up in golf, there weren't as many like role models so was there a cohort of, of you of friends of yours that were all kind of driving each other on and pushing each other on or who are you kind of like looking to as, as that kind of role model figure like we definitely had a lot of like 
go like girls around the same age as me growing up like it's like I was really like still I'm really close with both Anya Donegan and Beth Coulter like just always pushing each other like getting to travel all over the world really like we went to Canada like at Worlds Junior Girls and that sort of thing and like there's like a few more girls like Sarah Byrne like Lauren Walsh like we're all I think we were we started off like we all went to I think Wales like under 16 match like we were 13 14 and it's kind of crazy to see how like we're all still playing golf and like at a really high level like it's it's mad to me that six years ago like no one would have thought that we all be where we are today so I think definitely we were lucky to have each other like growing up pushing each other because it's I think it's hard to find that um, with the girls sometimes it's just gas like we still even now like stay together at different tournaments like at the close last year we all stayed in the same house you know it's just really like really nice to have like great group that like will push you all the time and then was there anyone kind of older than you or uh, that you would, would have looked to as a as a role model within golf i know obviously at the moment people are are really getting behind leona everything she's doing and we see stephanie on the lpga and olivia now on the on the ladies european tour were were they kind of there just because they're a little bit older than you were they there kind of showing you the way or was there anyone within the golf setup that uh you would have looked up to as a role model in that kind of sense um i think i definitely like i remember going to curtis cup in dunleary like a couple of years ago and watching like leona and olivia and um who else was there I just like that was a big one for me like watching them win um I had never really had a huge interest in women's golf um growing up like because I was always playing with the boys like always just watching men's golf so I think going to that like made me like really um kind of made me look up to them a lot you know sure and then um so as you're kind of progressing through the Irish amateur circuit and um kind of building your game up, up from there when did college over in the states kind of catch your eye as a uh, as a possibility um i think probably when i was in transition year like the idea of it came about like having the chance to go to america and play golf um and they can like colleges in america can start talking to you i think the summer after fourth year so you get some interest from some schools or whatever and like it's pretty far and like when it's all happening at, at that time you're pretty clueless you don't really understand how America works like um so I guess just reaching out to different people who might be older like getting advice from people um and for me it was a no-brainer to go over to the states like because if I didn't like it I could just come home and I could have always said I tried it and I really like recommend that for anyone who has the opportunity to go to the States, like give it a year. And if you don't like it, like just come home. There's no big deal. Like it's just a year, but I'm so glad, like, um, I have, I had the opportunity to come over and kind of the summer before the summer after fifth year, before sixth year, I played kind of, I played decent that summer. So I had like a couple of good schools offering me, was able to go over and visit them. Like, you go on these visits they have like amazing facilities um like amazing campuses like great weather and you're just like in shock at how this can be like an option like um like you don't have to pay a penny to go at all like so um 
yeah, I think it's just like such a great opportunity. How much does the weather play into the decision making? Because um, you look out the window today and it's lashing rain. It's miserable. Yeah, I say you're delighted stopped. to be home. Yeah, it hasn't stopped raining since I came home. But yeah, the weather <laughs> is like a huge part of the decision because if you're going to come to the States, like you should try and go somewhere where it's going to be better weather than at home. You know, I think that's really important. And like having Auburn as an option, like great weather, um, pretty humid, like can be very hot, but like really nice weather. I think that like really makes the decision a lot easier as well. How exciting is that? Because obviously you're, so you're in the end of transition year to start a fifth year. So you're 16, 17, this is becoming a reality that you're like, I couldn't, I can go to somewhere completely different. And that's a very rare thing for, for Irish people. I mean, like, not like very few people are in our the situation where they get to go over and play college golf or even go to college in the States at all. What's that like as a 16, 17 year old? It must be incredibly exciting, but also fairly nerve wracking. Yeah, definitely nerve wracking, I'd say. Um, exciting and nerve wracking, but um, kind of like a fish out of water almost, like, because you go into America, like, such, so different to anything that we're used to. But I think it's all about just kind of going for it, like, um, that's a huge part of it. Um, yeah, like, it's just it's it's it is so different and like it does take a while to settle in but um I guess as a 16 17 year old everyone in school is kind of like oh my god like you're gonna go to America like that's so cool and I think that's like you just think it's so cool you know when you're that age because you really don't like realize how like cool it is I know I guess and and has it lived up to the hype so far definitely definitely (laughs) has I would say what's the uh what was the the tour like so obviously you went and you you signed to go over to auburn university uh what was it what was the thing that you made the decision to go over there was there a moment where you got over there saw the facilities was it was it the coach was it like what 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 sold it to you i mean like i went on a like a good few visits and like all the schools like they all have really good facilities like um even great campuses and everything but like the one thing that really helped me was having like Julie McCarthy was on the team and having someone that was from Dublin as well and doing so well really liked it you know I think that really helped me like make the decision having like an Irish person that like could enjoy it I think that really helps you make the decision as well. Having having someone over there when you were moving over as a freshman what's it like to have kind of a familiar face and a friendly face over there to kind of help you get your feet under yourself. It's definitely like a huge help having like an Irish, another Irish person over there just to kind of joke with and like kind of just, I don't know, just relate to more than anything and like able to just tell stories with and everything like that. I think it's so important. To the college life, obviously there is, like the golf is is nearly a a full time job in itself, but mm-hmm. um the the education and that side of it all needs to be ma- maintained. How did you how have you found that balance? And I, I imagine obviously when you're just finishing your sophomore year now, so second year compared to first year, I imagine it's a completely different experience. But when you were first in there, what was what was it like? And was it a, you, I imagine that in itself was fairly daunting. 
yeah like I guess really big part of it all is like time management uh, being able to kind of know what you're doing every day and like have a plan and everything is so important like my freshman year I just kind of didn't really care as much about the school like just kind of got through it and everything and then this year I was just like wanting to do a better job with all of that stuff um so I think just like really being good with your time because there's not we don't have a lot of time so just really taking advantage of like all the time you have is so so important so what's a typical day look like so if you could talk us through I imagine when you've got what gym bright and early take us take us through the day so we have workouts three days a week at 6 30 so 6 30 to 7 30 we'll have workouts and then after that like have a quick bite to eat or whatever and go to class in the morning time um kind of depends on the day but I think I on the day that I'd work out it might be from like 9 to 12 something like that go and have a bit of lunch and then kind of head out to the facility um normally at practice in the afternoons practice or go out on the course or both you know and then practice for like three four hours depends like kind of on the day or whatever um stay after if you want to work on other stuff and then kind of either go straight to dinner or go home and then kind of do a bit of like homework or whatever after that and by then you're wrecked and you just like fall fall like into the bed at like nine o'clock almost (laughs) you know it's just it's really I mean the days are long and you're always busy but it's kind of it's good to be busy I feel like yeah for um, sure but yeah I think the the first few weeks it can be like a lot what are you what are you studying at the moment have you picked a major yet I I picked my major like last semester and I picked environmental design so it's kind of a lot of people ask me like what is that so it's like a really broad look at kind of like architecture construction uh design like and kind of the environmental part is how like sustainable it could be or whatever so I'm really enjoying that like it's very different I was in business like before I picked that and just wasn't enjoying it so changed that and it's really enjoying it now so I'm happy well that's great that's very that's very interesting um so you settled into college then we're going to kind of go go through this chronologically you settled into college uh and continued continue with your your great form in your freshman year, I guess, from the college side in, in the States, what were some of the highlights from that initial year? I really enjoyed like getting to travel like a lot and kind of being a part of a team, you know, um, obviously played like on the Irish team growing up and stuff. But when you get to practice with the team like every day, I think um, that was really fun, you know, like pushing each other um, a highlight we won SECs last year um so that was like really cool getting to see that um like winning like your conference championship is so big in America like you don't realize how big it is um until it kind of happens I guess getting to go to some of the football games the bit like baseball games that was all like so fun um all of that sort of stuff as well like it's a big it's a big culture change for for sure um, yeah. I guess so. You mentioned there how how big the SEC is. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you just, I guess, for anyone that wouldn't necessarily know or might be a passing fan of the college side, what yeah. what is the SEC and 
I guess if you could could give any kind of sense as to how how big it is. Um, So SEC stands for Southeastern Conference and it's 14 teams, like 14 um, universities, like kind of all around the South, like includes the likes of Florida, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, uh, Texas A&M, like kind of all around there, like really um, strong, like sports like athletics you know they have like really big football teams so like that's kind of how they become like such good with all their other sports because they got a lot of like revenue from football games and that sort of thing so that like helps every other sport I guess um so there's like five power conferences in the U.S. uh power five and there's like all over the U.S. so it includes like Pac-12 is the west coast big 12 big 10 ACC, SEC, um, so all those schools like um, have a lot of money, so that <laughs> it helps with the athletics. So that's the only way I can really describe it best, you know. Sure. Um, so then, so so college-wise, uh, SEC was a highlight, but then I guess about this time last year, or nearly about exactly twelve months ago. Uh, you came back to Ireland, went over to Ballybunion, and you went on to win the 2021 Irish Women's Close Championship. For anyone, again, that, that may not be aware, that's two rounds of stroke play and five rounds of match play? I think so, five rounds of right. And if I remember correctly, those it was a it was a tough week as well, and I think it was was a blow in a gale for the, particularly the last two days, anyway. Yeah, it was... It was a long time ago, but yeah, it was pretty windy. I remember even I remember the stroke play being pretty miserable, um, like windy. Could have been raining too, um, like pretty unenjoyable the stroke play. And then kind of got through the match play, um, had re- like some really good matches. Uh, played a lot of good players, and kind of managed to get the job done against Beth. Uh, we had a great match. I remember. Um, but yeah, really enjoyable week. I really love Ballybunion. Like I got my first Irish cap there at home internationals like four years ago. So so nice to be able to win the close there. You know, it's like such a good spot. Um, what what was the week leading into that? Like, obviously, you you know, you'd come back from the states by a few days or weeks before that. You were saying there mm-hmm. that a few of you, yourself and a few friends, stayed in the house together. It was was Beth in the house? Were you all kind of rooming as well as competing against each other, or, or what was that like? Um, you know, we're all so close. Like we play, we like know that we have to play each other. Someone has to win. Like we're all aware of that. Like yeah. we played each other so often. Like sometimes she wins, sometimes I win. You know, it just like kind of happens that way. But no, like it's just great to be able to like be like that with them you know some people you won't be able to like kind of joke around with and that sort of thing but I think we're all kind of aware of what we need to do it was a good one to get the win what was uh how did you feel after it obviously delighted but what do you what do you think when you get that win um that one was like pretty big like probably my biggest win I was it's pretty it's pretty big yeah yeah um like it was so nice like come back down park and get to celebrate like didn't know I was the first um, 
person to win the clothes from Elm Park that was even more special when I uh, found that out but yeah it was like really enjoyed that one and so then when you come back to to Auburn um for for your sophomore year and how how big is that to the team and to the to the college where they also see that you win the Irish close um that obviously carries a bit away from the amateur circuit so for them they must be very aware of the fact that you you went on and you you won that yeah definitely um helped a lot i'd say um even for myself uh like being able to win a big tournament hadn't won a big tournament um at all i don't think like was pretty consistent like uh playing well but couldn't really win and i was i think that definitely helped like get some confidence um i think going to america i mean like the fields that we play against in America are like really tough fields like every week you know so even then like going back um in the fall being able to play like get some top tens like really kind of felt confident after that for the spring so then how have you have you approached your sophomore year uh kind of on the on the course compared to your freshman year obviously you're saying you took the confidence from the Irish close win uh, into the into the year but like 13 rounds under par six top 20 finishes that's um that's some cons- consistently impressive golf yeah I think the big thing was just kind of taking the pressure off and just being able to enjoy playing golf and not like stressing out too much about it you know because uh you put like you put in so much work off the course like so much practice just being able to like when you get to a tournament say okay like you've done all the work like you can only go out now and enjoy yourself and I think that's what I did like I just really enjoyed every moment you know um I think that's so important um kind of remember why you started you know like you even started because you loved it and you enjoyed it so I think that was a really big thing for me there's a good amount of Irish over in the states at the moment so even like um you claim the uh, top 10 at the Darius Rucker as Lauren Walsh and Wake Forest took the team title of that. Does having other Irish girls in different colleges that you are kind of, you are competing against, does that drive you on or, because again, you, you come home and you compete against them here on the amateur circuit. Uh, does, does seeing yeah. that familiar face in the leaderboard ever kind of give you that extra bit of motivation? Or even uh, put you at ease a bit more? I mean, it's always nice to see the girls, like, just have a friendly face or whatever at every tournament. And, you know, the odd time we might get to play with each other. And that's just, like, so much fun, you know. Like, there's a few times this year, I think I played with Sarah Byrne once. That was, like, fun. Like, just even getting to play with them is, like, so nice. You just want the best for them as well because, like, I just want all of them to play really well, you know. Um, I don't care like about the team like I do obviously care about the team thing but I want the Irish girls to play well too it's nice to see everyone playing well you know yeah um so I guess what's probably most fresh in people's minds at the moment is the national championships that have just finished Stanford uh took the title um you guys eventually in Auburn fell to them 3-2 in semi-finals how was that week because there was a lot of golf going on that week over in Arizona yeah, so like it is such a long week, four round stroke play and then match play after that. And it's like definitely the toughest week of the year, like really hot out there, like 
like 40 degrees or whatever every day so we learned a lot from like the last national championship like last year we kind of really like we're drinking a lot of water before we went out like really trying to get hydrated we were able to bring like our trainer out and like our strength and conditioning coach like for recovery and all that sort of thing like stretching after every round like getting treatment like all of that stuff like we were really um recovering really well I think that's really important um because it's it's a long walk out there and like in the heat as well it's so important to stay like cool and hydrate and all of that sort of thing you know because it's all the little things by the end of the week that will make the huge difference because when you're on like your sixth round or whatever in the match play like it's not going to be the best golf it's just going to be like who can keep standing almost like after uh we lost to Sanford we were just exhausted you know like it's just takes so much out of you and are they 36 whole days for the stroke play yeah no they're 18 whole days um so you can get lucky and be playing at six in the morning or um 12 30 in the afternoon you know it just depends um on what wave you're in but yeah um long days like waking up before i am even for those early tea times like it's just a long week really um but yeah glad to have a few days off now <laughs> definitely we have a little bit of a recovery time and now plenty of rain to to change up from the yeah Arizona heat exactly so uh so you are home at the moment um the the Irish close is coming up now again this this well I guess be a week from when this episode goes live uh but you you won't be competing in that this year you're going to be competing in the the British amateur yeah so like decided kind of after like such a long kind of year of golf that I'm just going to try and play like in the majors almost and just really trying to get focus for them um because I like would love to do really well British Am and that sort of thing so uh really trying to put my energy where I think it needs to go so obviously with the British Am coming up and uh, any other kind of big amateur majors coming up will you be playing in a fair bit more links golf to try and get ready to that type of game? Because obviously uh, college or American golf is a fairly different kettle of fish. Yeah, definitely. So I'll like definitely try and play a lot of links um, over the next few weeks, really. Um, I can thank like, like so Kevin Whelan, he's out in the island. He can, he's a member out there. He plays with me a lot. Like he likes to say, he helped me win the close last year. I played a lot out there before going down to Valley Bunyan. Um, but yeah, just playing a lot of links. I might go down to La Hinch and try and play down there a little bit, you know, because it is so different and not like being a member of a links course over here, you know, it's just trying to get as much as you can. Um, definitely will help, you know. So what coming up is, uh, what's on the horizon after British Ham? When have you got plans for when you're heading back to the States? You probably don't begin your next semester till the end of August? Yeah, around then. So um, I guess I'll kind of see how the summer goes. Um, I am possibly have to take some classes for my major in July. Um, so I might have to go back to Auburn to do that. So I'm just kind of trying to figure out the summer, really. Um, if I have to go back to the States, I'll try and qualify for USAM and play that. and. Um, hopefully play 
like home internationals maybe and um world amateur team championships that's kind of would be a goal of mine as well so just kind of see how the summer unfolds really very good and then in the um, the short term the golf clubs are packed away you're just gonna keep going for coffees in and around Blackrock and catching <laughs> up with your family uh yeah I think the clubs will be making a reappearance tomorrow morning I have a lesson so <laughs> god knows what's gonna happen then but um yeah <laughs> I'll be back back practicing tomorrow now. I had a full week off, so I really enjoyed it. Like, but um time to get back into it now, I think. All right. Well, isn't uh very best to look with it. Enjoy uh the British Amateur and I guess enjoy the uh the lesson tomorrow and best of luck with everything next year at Auburn. Perfect. Thanks so much, Johnny. On the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory.